Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Got one of those stories sent to me by everybody, and it's a crazy story, and it's out of Michigan, a place called Mount Pleasant, which is kind of up towards here. Uh, but from the Morning Sun, the local newspaper up there, Mount Pleasant woman charged in catfishing scheme involving her daughter. And uh, this one's crazy. <laughs> Referring to the story. Defendant coached the girls' basketball team in Beale City. So she is actually a figure in the local community, and she's been charged now with a catfishing scheme that involved her daughter. A Mount Pleasant woman accused of engaging in a sophisticated catfishing campaign of harassment that targeted teens, one of whom was her own daughter, was charged with five crimes, including one that accused her of attempting to frame another student. And I had a lot of people ask me, they say, Steve, why would this woman be harassing her own kid? And if I had to guess, that's it right there. In other words, she was doing this in the hopes that she could make it look like it was being done by somebody else. But for those of you who don't know, catfishing is a uh, slang word to describe when someone goes on the internet and pretends to be someone else. It comes from a movie called Catfish. I won't get into that too heavily. But uh, the woman is 42 years old, and she was charged this past week with two counts of stalking a minor, two counts of using a computer to commit a crime, and a count of obstruction of justice. The obstruction charge alleges that she attempted to frame another kid for her actions during the investigation, and that other kid, of course, is a minor, which doesn't help much here. Uh, the woman was arrested Monday after the investigation that started with a report to officials with the Beale City Schools of a cyberbullying complaint involving this woman's daughter and the boy she was seeing at the time. Her daughter does attend Beale City Schools. Uh, at the time the complaint was made last December, so this is about a year ago, she was also employed as the girls' basketball coach at the school. It says a basketball coach. There, there may have been more than one. At the end of the season, she was asked to not return due to a coaching change. Now, she and the mother of another student worked with school officials to figure out the source of the harassment. Uh, that's according to the prosecutor. So at one point in time, she said, I'll help you guys. I'll help you guys. District officials quickly ran against the limits of their resources, so they um, uh, called in other people to help. They asked for assistance from law enforcement. Now, law enforcement assistance was officially requested in January. Family members said that the harassing messages started earlier than that. The woman's accused of having used virtual private networks to mask the location she was sending messages from. When kids the age of the two traveled, she made it appear as if the messages were coming from the location that they were in. She also used a specific identity, but instead tried to make them look like they were coming from age peers of the two teens. So she wanted it to look like other teens were doing this to her daughter and someone else. That included using slang... <laughs> and abbreviations associated with communicating by text. I'd love to read the transcripts of this. Hey, Hepcat's daddy-o, what's going on? <laughs> the Isabella County prosecutor said on Monday his office compiled 349 pages of harassing text and social media messages during the course of the investigation. The investigation eventually exhausted local computer crime resources and local law enforcement turned to the FBI, who used their computer crime division and stepped into this back in April. 
around the end of April or start of May, law enforcement notified uh, authorities that they believed that the mother of one of the teens might be involved. The FBI was finally able to lock down the IP addresses used to send the messages and realize that they were, in fact, the mother's. When confronted, she reportedly made a full confession. What is unknown is why she did it. She was released on a $5,000 bond following her arraignment because using a computer to commit a crime is a 10-year felony. Stalking a minor and obstruction of justice are both five-year felonies. And so the irony here, of course, is that she could go to prison for stalking her own daughter. Uh, She's scheduled for a December 29th hearing to determine whether sufficient evidence exists to bind her over for trial. And I've mentioned before that I get a lot of requests from companies and organizations to endorse them in exchange for payment of money. Advertisers, sponsorships. And I've only accepted one, and that's the Rock Rooster Boots that I've crowed about a few times. But, bad pun, I know. But one of the things that I get offered all the time is they say, Steve, we run a VPN, a virtual private network. And people can use it, and they can go on the internet, and they can do so anonymously. And, uh, of course, the question is, why would you want to go on the internet anonymously? Well, you might not want to get tracked. You might want to, you know, go do something. You might not want people in your business, right? And I can see uses for that, where you don't want every site you go to tracking you know who you are. I understand that. But the interesting thing is that I've had some of those companies contact me and offer me a lot of money. And I have actually turned all of them down because I tell them, I say, number one, I don't use a VPN. And number two, I don't know enough about them where I can endorse them. Because I've seen some of the channels that I watch. I watch other YouTube channels. Some of the other channels I watch, I've seen them endorse VPNs and go, hey, by the way, today's sponsor is this company that makes a VPN. And so, you know, they explain all the great things that the VPNs can do. And you can tell that they're basically working off the script given to them by the advertiser. And so when Rock Rooster approached me and said, Steve, you know, would you consider endorsing our footwear? I said, you got to give me a pair. So I'm not invested in this. Give me a pair. If I like them, I'll endorse them. If I don't, I'll throw them away. And it turns out I liked them and I endorsed them and that's gone well. But I suppose I could have said, well, let me have access to the VPN so I can test it and see how it works. And, and, and then I could endorse it in theory But I still kind of just deep down, I'm thinking to myself, I don't know enough about VPNs. I got some guys in my audience, friends of mine, hey Nate, who are technical people. And I can contact them and say, I've got a technical question. Can you help me with this? And in fact, I know several people who are good at these kinds of things. But even so, if I simply went to somebody else and said, is this a good thing? Is this foolproof like they claim it is? Will this work? Even if one of my trusted tech guys said that, I'd still kind of feel like, yeah, but I don't know that I can put my name on this and promote it as a product that people can count on. And so here's the thing. This woman was allegedly using a VPN, virtual private network. And she was doing that to send all of these messages through social media to her daughter and somebody else, allegedly. Now, When the FBI got involved, they figured out it was her. So now I'm wondering which VPN was she using? (laughs) And why did it not work? You know, I mean, so that's 
the thing about this stuff. And people go on the internet and they think they've got this stuff figured out. And and somehow you figure, no, they, they didn't, you know. And so I, I, I look at this and go, it's a crazy story. And you can imagine that when the police first got involved and they realized we can't figure this out. It's, it's beyond us. It's beyond the ken of our abilities. We can't, we can, she probably would have thought, of course, I'm a, I'm a cyber genius. I'm using a VPN. Do you know what a VPN is? It's a virtual private network. They'll never catch me. And it turns out that they had to go all the way to the FBI. But the FBI came in and go, yeah, here we go. Uh, it's her. <laughs> so there you go. It's probably why I will never be endorsing a VPN on this show. <laughs> so... Yeah, I've been doing eight years, eight years on YouTube, and I so far have accepted paid advertisement from one of them. And by the way, part of that agreement was you guys don't write my script. I get to write my, I, I get to say whatever I want. I will be truthful and honest, but I get to pick the words I use. And they said, okay. And that's how much they believed in their product. So here's the deal Mount Pleasant woman charged in catfishing, basically cyberbullying and harassing her own daughter. And she was also allegedly harassing and bullying another teenage girl who went to school with her daughter. And like I said, if I had to guess what was going on there, she was hoping somewhere down the road she could say, okay, my daughter is being cyberbullied. And guess what? It was that one over there who did it. And she was hoping to frame somebody else. That's my guess. That is just a guess. I'm not saying that's what happened. That's just a guess. But it seems to me like... It's, it's the one that makes the most sense because, quite frankly, all the other possibilities seem really strange. So the defendant coached the girls' basketball in Beale City, very small town. But they were from Mount Pleasant, like I said, middle of the Lower Peninsula in Michigan. And that story's from the Morning Sun, which is the local paper up there. And I got this sent to me by probably about 50 to 100 people. So there you go. Questions or comments, put them below. And by the way, today's shirt is one of the coolest shirts. I'm going to call it out because it's sent to me uh, on behalf of the organization that trains rats to sniff out landmines and so they go into places where landmines have been placed and they want to remove them Uh, you can bring in landmine detectors that humans use but of course if they're not easily detectable you got a problem you could train dogs but the problem of course is that a dog is heavier and might trigger the landmine so somebody figured out we can train rats and guess what the rats do an excellent job So I'm proud to wear the shirt of the hero, Rats. Thanks for sending it. Questions or comments, put them below. This will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Who are you going to believe, me or your own eyes?